If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. In the phone in the basement. We are recording. Yes, sir. We finally in the studio, guys. Let's get it. Let's get it. Hold up. Yeah, throw your fingers in the sky and wave side to side. Keep your hands Yo, just in case y'all don't, just in case y'all don't know, just in, just in case y'all don't know, we listen to Mace, y'all. I know a lot of people out there canceling P Diddy right now, but y'all been knew what he was doing, so oh I'm just gosh. saying. For yeah. energy that we're All I'm saying, Shadé said, "You ain't know nothing about that, Jay." I said, "I didn't." So clearly, the world knew. So I said, "Did you not know what the blogs posted?" No, you was like, "They've been talking about this." They've been, been doing this to Cassie. I, I said, "They've been talking about that." That's been rumors. That's been things going on. Uh. Gemini Scorpio podcast. They canceled this right episode zero nine two nine one nine two. Come on, Maze. Yeah. Zero nine one. Zero nine one. Here we go, y'all. Go Maze. Go Maze. You're weird, bro. <laughs> Go, Maze. Oh, uh, say. Now, Maze be the man, wanna see you doing good. Say, I don't wanna get you in the hood, yeah. I feel like we just bad ass. No, I don't remember. Living average. I wanna do my thing. I need to go back and Yeah. We drinking Hennessy, y'all. Pass me the bottle. Yo, life is getting crazy. Listen. Why would you tell people that? I didn't want to drink this. It's feeling nostalgic. They can't see us right now, so. Uh. Uh. Let me know what it's right here. I said her ad libs was vibe. Yeah, time for you. Take a look at uh, let's vibe out for a second. Mama, won't you come? You don't like the way it's looking at Shada in the six hundred. Ain't no smoke. Yo, I was listening to this the other day, and it's a vibe. I might throw it off, but whatever. Wow, got the whole enchilada. Yo, I was listening to this the other day. Pressure. The Vibes, Gemini Scorpio Podcast, episode 91. We are eight away from, nine this, away this from 100. This is Surviving Laura Hill, so. uh, For real? No way. She gave it up. They, she said they give, the people said they, she, they tired of her giving them problems at her show. Yeah. We vibing out right now. Shout out to everybody that's listening on the audio. We want to thank you. Go Nas. We said all you got to do is give us a shout out for a chance to win $100. Just give us a shout out. Make sure you do a rating. And we want to pick somebody to win $100. Yo, drink that. Somebody talk to me. Uh, imagine that. Yeah. I can feel Uh, I love to love them, baby. Black diamonds. You know, everybody think I can sing for some reason. Because I got the facial expressions to match. Still so you looking need a, for today. You need the body language. Yeah. You be moving like you drew hill in the sand. Remember what uh, they used to be in the sand dancing with they with their coats, mm. with no shirt under it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you give those vibes. With the bulletproof vest. Yeah. Hey. Gives those vibes. Let's get the vibes right, man. With the hands going. Let's let's get the vibes right. Uh, Gemini Scorpio podcast. 
Uh, episode 91, right? 91. Jay Hill, I'm in the building. She Day is here. Soon to be Mrs. Hill in the building. Yeah, soon, soon, soon. It's going to be soon. We The time is approaching. Alexander Blanc is here. Hey, Alex, uh, first of all, don't be stingy with that number four over there. I don't know. I'm not even. Oh. I, might, I might forget to even press nah, that. Nah, 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 nah. nah, nah. Oh, show, the show, the, show the people, man. Oh, show the people, man. man. Look, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got me behind the booth nasty, right now. We're getting this nasty. Um, what? Um, the uh, what? The little. When it's shaky and stuff, I hate that. Oh, it's what? like a little lag. It was lagging a little bit, but whatever. Oh, we'll, nah, fig- it caught we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Need a buffer. Um, so this is Alex's first time doing this. You you, you know what you're doing, right? We're gonna we're gonna Alex figure on the boards. Well, Alex the one, producer. Two, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna make we're gonna have a live uh, session. No, one is me. Uh-huh. Two is Sade, uh-huh. and three is the middle, and four is of course you. Appreciate that. Yeah. Let's get it. Um, if I will rule the world, yo. First of all, like I was saying, that. like I was saying. I feel like if everybody, everybody knew if if everybody knew what What's, Diddy was on, right? Okay. I don't want to see no fake like. You don't want people to do the R. Kelly on him. Yeah, like don't be fake because all I'm saying if you knew what was going on, right? Because remember I came to you, I didn't know. Yeah. And I'm like, um, wait, like I hate when this happened and stuff. And you was like, nah, though, bro, this has been a thing. Yeah, like, it's wow. been in the blogs. It's been things going on. Right, it's so been chatter like, about if it. you knew what he was on, I just don't want people to be hypocrites. That's it. I think it's a difference between knowing and there's a difference between having sporting facts. Mm. So it's a difference between hearing oh, from the blogs okay. and thinking, you know, it's like, huh, with no proof. And then boom, courts and things start coming in place and then it gets a little real. And I think that's the difference. Like people heard it, but people weren't sure. And then people it didn't hit the courts and people were like, oh, that, you know. Mm. This ish for real, for real, for real, for real, for real. That makes you know? sense. Yeah, so that makes sense. Yeah, and um, I don't. I know we have we've spoke pre, like podcasts ago of like separating the artist from the artistry the from the the, the artist art. from the art from the person. Yes, and I you know I think it, and we're starting to see it play out more in real time. I don't know if it's because we're older and we're paying more attention because maybe that was already happening too, you know. When it was, the, you know, these things aren't new things that just mm-hmm. existed, you know. So, um, and I think uh, I don't fully believe we all formed our own perspectives on that. But since we're living in real times of these things, I would probably say that it is going to come a time where you have to decide: is the art more important, more important than the artist, or is the artist and what they do more important than art for you? Mm. So, yeah. No, I think it's definitely a, um like a fine line. Yeah. Like especially when we talk about R. Kelly, right? Yeah. So R. Kelly is dealing with a bunch of minors, right? That's weird. Yeah. And I can see how playing his music can remind them of the act that yeah. he did, the misconduct the that he did on them, right? Yeah, yeah and that's weird. Too. I can understand yeah. that. Um, and I can see how somebody wouldn't like that. Like, bro, like, come on, yeah. man, that's insens- insensitive to the people who, who who was going through it. Now, if I'm home. Alone, I think I always say that I think we got to be responsible with our platforms, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm home alone, maybe I can listen to it to the in my own I mean, comfort of my home. It does. R. Kelly is very talented. His yeah. music is timeless, amazing. Yeah, he's also in the same breath a pedophile. So yeah. you know, yeah, being responsible with your platforms. And what I will say though, honestly, like I just want people to keep it on. If like that's what you're going, if that's the type, if, that, if that's how you come and choose, like, yeah, because stand, stand on your business, yeah, because he wrote yeah. a lot of songs too. Yeah, so if you're gonna stand, and, you're gonna stand on it. And I think it's so weird because at first I wanted to be like, you know, but you wanna, he still wrote a lot of songs, but artists are benefited from it. But you know, they said P Diddy don't pay his artists, so it's kind of like you know, I but no, am I, am I helping another artist or am I not? No, you, you know? will be so helping. I think they saying he, you will. The, the artists will benefit though. Are you saying like the people that you know, like for, oh. yeah, yeah, you know, there's a lot oh, yeah. of P Diddy is very embedded, yeah, in our culture behind a lot of artists. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you don't listen to things that P Diddy are on, it's almost also like dang, now I gotta starve the other artists. But yeah. you know, like I said, you know, they ain't really get their money, so you know, we don't know. Well, I don't know. A, he, did, he did a little something recently, but I don't know. I want to say this though, because it was one. I think I was. I don't know if you said it, but somebody else mm-hmm. said it. But I was talking about um, how. I don't like that women can just come out of nowhere and just have these allegations right before I knew the validity of the story. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like we see this so often that women Mm -hmm. just want to come out and I, and I want to feel like 
I do empathize with the woman that it actually happened to, but I do know there's some people mm -hmm. out there who take advantage of opportunities, right? It's opportunities. Mm -hmm. It's hard to draw the line. But one thing, I don't know if it was you or somebody else said, it was like, man, yeah, but these people were doing that. Mm -hmm. And if you wasn't on a nasty time like that, you don't have nothing to worry about. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, damn, that's mm -hmm. a fact. Like, like, but mm -hmm. me being in a public space, I'm all, I've always feared that somebody try to take advantage somewhere, right? Yeah. But at the same time, like, that's you not, can. I was the one who said it. Oh, you but, did say yeah. that. So, like, yeah. So, at the same time, if, you can have a level of... Yeah, because if it, if, you don't have to worry about those things if you're not out here doing those things, mm -hmm. you know? I feel like, you know, I've seen this a lot, too. Uh, people just kind of saying that they feel like the men that are saying, why can women do this, are a lot of the men who've done things similar or along the lines that kind of triggers them into, like, no, women shouldn't be able to do this. But if you're a man who is not in those situations, then why wouldn't you? If it was your daughter, your sister, your cousin, whether it was the first day or 10 years from now when they decided to have the courage to speak up, you would want them to speak up. I seen some, it really hit home to me when somebody was like, I seen somebody in comments was like, it took them 14 years to tell their parents that somebody in their family molested them. Mm. And I was like, damn. So when people talk about these timelines, but if that was your daughter or your sister, or your cousin, does it matter the timeline? Wouldn't you want her to just make sure she is able to get that truth out of her, regardless of how anybody else may feel? You know how painful it is to live with a, to bury something like that inside you for so long you can't get out, you know, in fear of people not believing you, in fear of people retaliating against you, in fear of, you know, just feeling misjudged or misinterpreted. Oh, you shouldn't have wore that or you shouldn't have did this. It's so many things around and so many things around while women don't come forward on top of the mental toll it takes on you, destroying your life, making you feel isolated, not knowing who to turn to, not knowing what to do because you felt so violated that you don't know what to do. You know what I mean? And it, it's new. You know, when you never experienced some things some, uh, before, so when you haven't experienced certain things before, sometimes you're, you also go into shock. Your mind goes into shock. Your body goes into shock. And sometimes it takes a lot to unwire that shock. You know, so it's so many things. So when men say these things, I feel like it's crazy because not to get too deep with it, but there's also been a lot of men who were touched and molested and that's never said anything. Mm -hmm. You talked about one earlier. Like, never uh, said nothing. To this day, are embarrassed, won't say it, but weren't you a victim? You get what I'm trying to say? And, and, and because for you or whomever, it may be embarrassing or you don't want to let nobody know. You know how it's the same thing for women. I don't want to, that I was violated. I don't want to let, like that's, now I have to open up these doors. Now, now I have to show everybody that I was violated. It's one thing that I was violated. Now everybody got to know this open wound is this visible. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I think people need to look more outside of just why wait so long why is the focus on why wait so long and not why did this happen to you? You're absolutely right. And I think um, I think the blurred lines come in because, again, there are situations where women lie, right? So, yeah. for example, one of my friends, right? I won't say their names. A woman lied on him and thank by the grace of God he had footage to show that yeah. it wasn't no type of time yeah. like that, right? I've had a woman lie on me. And, I, um, mm -hmm. and it, these are the, this is why I... I talk about these things and mm -hmm. I'm not, I don't want to say afraid to talk mm -hmm. about it, but like you said, you you actually gave me more confidence to talk about it because you're like, bro, if you ain't knowing that, you ain't knowing that, you don't got nothing to worry about, right? Yeah. But it's like, there are opportunists out here, mm -hmm. right? I had a woman literally lie on me and then outside of that, we have, because sometimes women are embarrassed, mm -hmm. right? Sometimes mm -hmm. a woman might cheat on her man or whatever mm -hmm. the case may be, right? And she's embarrassed and the only I way- I know somebody personally who did that. Right. And the only way she can get out of it is to yeah. say, well, he forced me, right? Yeah. That's one place, right? And the second thing is we can't ignore, this is going to sound really bad, but we can't ignore the culture that it was at one point in time, right? And right. that's why I try my best to challenge men to do better, right? Mm -hmm. I've said this on my platform many a times, like, bro, but the times when men would say, if she got- if she got hair on the field, it's time to play ball. If she old enough to cross the street, then she old enough to get hit. And I always said that's weird. We don't yeah. we don't accept that. So I always challenge my men, but I don't see uh, I don't see enough women challenging women for the BS role that they play in it, right? So for example, like um, I don't know, like if if like back in the day, mm -hmm. just like men had weirdo sayings, mm -hmm. girls had weirdo sayings. Like um, I don't I don't like a guy that says no on the first try. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't like a guy who um, accepts no on the first time. I'm like what? But we didn't know any better back then, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm, this, this isn't. This isn't a stride to defend any weirdo for sure. But I'm saying, just like we need men to hold men accountable for these things, so uh, so our young mm-hmm. men can learn, right? We need women to hold women accountable for these things because these words, state, I'm not just making this yeah. up. It was statements where women would say back in the day, like, "I don't like a man who just takes no for the first. If I say no the first time, that don't mean no." Like they, these used to no, be I've things, heard, heard that and before. that's weird. It's all across the board. Yeah. You feel me? So when you ask me a question, like, you will hope I want my daughter to tell me at any yeah. time, yes, but. What I would want my daughter to, to know that I'm gonna have your back regardless. You can come to me at any. I don't care how big a how big of a personality you think a man has. I don't care how powerful mm-hmm. you think a man has. I'm there to protect you for from day one. Right. So if you ever like somebody somebody has mis mistreated you in right. any way, and I think and and this goes into uh not to go on tangent, but right. I looked at it like when we look at domestic violence. I feel like a lot of times these things are happening because niggas ain't kicking these niggas asses no more. Right. Back. Back in the day, niggas would be afraid to get their ass whooped. Okay. Nowadays, it's no, it's, it's no consequence. Yeah. So like, niggas can do whatever they want to these these women, and they feel okay with it. Mm-hmm. Nah, man, I want my daughter to know I got her back regardless. I don't give a fuck who you. I don't care who you think this mm-hmm. nigga is. Let me know as soon as it happens. As soon as you feel uncomfortable, call me. Daddy mm-hmm. is there. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, I want her to tell me whenever she has the courage to tell me. But also, I do want her to to to, to have enough courage to let me know. Exactly when it happened as well, mm-hmm. but I know that's a it's a tricky conversation. A lot of people don't want to have a conversation. So I feel like I, I I definitely agree with you when it comes to terms of being dishonest, you know, under circumstance. Because like I said, I've known somebody personally uh, who didn't want her boyfriend to find out that she had sex with a, a, a old friend of mine and lied and said, you know, and. It came out in various ways that's, you know, but like I said, I think that's the difference. So when we talk about when we're relating it to the situation at hand, because we related it to the Cassie and Diddy thing. When when this goes to court. And you are willing to go to court with witnesses and things like that, this is no longer a lie. Mm. You get what I'm trying to say? I have witnesses. I have evidence. You get what I'm trying to say? In the particular situation that I just spoke of, you know, she didn't want to go to court. She didn't want to do the rape kit. She didn't want to do it. It was just kind of like hearsay. Mm. And, um, you know, from my understanding, you know what I'm saying? It didn't seem like she was scared. She was around these people again. You mm. know what I mean? And with no fear. It, you know, it was all these things alluding like you weren't afraid. You weren't scared. So why didn't you go through with it? Or, you know, all those things. So all that to say is. I'm not speaking towards those women personally because I don't like, for example, when's the last time that you've like you said you you've been a victim of it. Mm-hmm. You've had a friend that's a victim of it. Mm-hmm. But when's the last time you've seen it like go to court and these things and it's like, oh, she lied. Because it's, it's normally not even getting that that's far. True, you get what I'm trying to but say? That's still not fair, but no, that's... I'm not saying it's not fair. I know I'm no follow me. Go ahead. So due to that, I can only I'm not around those women. You get what I'm trying to say? I don't have friends that's just one lied. I knew a person who did it and I knew the male it happened to. And I, you know, we were all in high school. So we all knew the story. We all knew what happened. And it was, it was a big deal. And you know, these, these young boys could have went to jail. You know what I'm saying? Um, But all these evidence and all these things alluded that did not happen. Right. Personally, I didn't, I I don't have no female friends that I've known that to say somebody did that to, something to them and it didn't happen. You get what I'm trying to say? So I can't really talk to something that I don't see often. And mm. I'm not saying it doesn't happen to men often, but I can't speak to something that I personally don't see often. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm trying to say? So for me, like you can relate or these things, but my question to you, and it's just really having the conversation, how, like, is this, like, are these just rumors that are hitting, like, people, oh, she said, and it's not hitting court or not? Because at that point, it's like, it didn't go anywhere. You get what I'm trying to say? Now, if you are going to literally go to the court and go get try to get somebody behind bars and you're lying, I think that's a big deal. But Not that neither... I'm, I think that's a big deal because somebody can go to jail. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm trying to say? I'm not saying the other side is right, but I'm talking on a severity of somebody can literally be going to jail behind these lies right if i don't know i'm not saying it's less wrong or right but i don't know like if somebody in passing said yeah she said that she was too aggressive with her or something it's like what now it's really your word against hers you know what i'm trying to say 
no, no, that's not true because a lot of times the people that people are talking against have a name, right? So like you can't, we can't, I, 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 we I can't, can't really speak to well, that. I'm telling you the people that, like the we we can't ignore like people's opinion, right? right? And think about it. Let's say like so all the the weird old cameraman they need to put their camera down and stop it, right? Mm -hmm. But to the men who, but to the cameramen who haven't really done anything mm -hmm. right and mm -hmm. women are lying let's think about it like that you put your you put a man name on an instagram and said he did something you rep you tarnishing his name you tarnishing his brand you're taking money out of his pocket right so again i stand with the woman who who, who, who something has i stand with the woman who've been mistreated for sure 100 percent. Right. i stand with you 100 percent. but right. i also want some type of i also want it to be some type of i want somebody to have al back too like have the 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 the, the men back who are innocent, right? Because yeah, everything might not go to court, right? Yeah. And and just because it, it it don't go to court doesn't mean it doesn't it, tarnish your name. It, it don't tarnish yeah. your name, and that's not cool. Like you think you, yeah. somebody walk around and say, "Hey, he did this," and it's like, "Bro, what?" Yeah, right. Come on, like I just feel like I, I guess, and I'm trying to say this as responsibly as I can. I guess okay. So I don't personally know, but I've been privy to some. Um, information about like cameramen back home yeah. right um there were multiple women who pled against this one cameraman from back home mm -hmm. saying they did this he did this that and a third to you know to them right um i just don't have any proof that who was lying mm -hmm. you get what i'm trying to say so i i don't know if i'm i don't know if he really did that and i don't know if he really didn't do that so in that instance i just don't i i, I can't have a back that i don't know is proof you get what i'm trying to but say I'm or pretty existed. Sure, but i'm pretty sure like again, because he, if he's wrong, right? Right. He deserved whatever. Right. I, I stand on that, right? Right. But let's say hypothetically, somebody was pointed, somebody was falsely accused, right? You might not have an opinion. You might not even care to to cancel him or whatever. Mm -hmm. But you probably would never go to get your picture taken about him because of because the, of yeah, the, for sure. But and I agree with that hundred percent. It's just that how do you know? You don't like that's what I'm saying. So in in your in what you're saying, I agree. Like. It's lame to lie on any man who's never done nothing to you or you had sex with and now you are guilty or upset or embarrassed or it didn't turn out how the way you liked it or he didn't court you in a way you wanted to be courted or whatever you didn't get out of it. And you're saying that he did something to you, touched you the wrong way, raped you, whatever it is. That is absolutely wrong. That's lame. And to any woman doing that, that's, that's wrong. Mm. It's not right. I... So the, these situations, I'm just privy to the information. So I don't know either party. I don't know the details. So I personally don't know. Mm. And I think that's really like, for example, I think because um, like I said, I've been privy to a multiple twos of like it was a camera one or another one was a DJ, mm -hmm. whatever. But it'd be multiple women. Yeah, for and you sure. know what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. And I've seen these, you know, they have the Twitter pages and they put up the Twitter pages and the women get on there telling their experiences and their stories. However, I don't know these people. I don't know. So when it's hard for me to go so hard for a side that I don't know. Mm -hmm. And I think that's and I think that's why the conversation of men going so hard for a man that they don't know mm -hmm. did it or not. You get what I'm trying to say? But because it's like, you know, women need to be held accountable. But like for your instance, you experienced something. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense. You know what I mean? Of why you would feel that way. But um, I think what happens sometimes, uh, you know, in just to tie back into the situation at hand, this is somebody's role model, idol, somebody they look up to. And it's like, no, these women, da 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 You know what I'm trying to say? And I think that's more so what people are talking about when they say men just kind of ride in the coattail. If you experienced it, of course you have something to say of like, you know, like, nah, it's not right. I've been falsely accused before and you know what I mean? Um, but to answer your question, it's hard for an advocate of women to back up women lying when one, I think the statistics are like one in every four black women were actually molested or raped. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? So it has happened to so many women it's not uncommon to me, happen. So let me ask you this: as a man, right? Who and I believe that statistic was right, Alex. I, I think it's like it's one in every four. I'm making it right. Yes, yeah, I think it's one in every four. Let one me in ask every you three. This then. As a man yeah. who've kind of experienced like and seen women falsely accuse other men, right? Yeah. How do you? What is the best way for men that might be standing on the fence to support the woman who actually been through things, but also? 
hold the other woman responsible too? How, can can so, that even happen? So this is my can thing. that work? Can and we do that? I, and I've been saying this for a while. I feel like men have to do a better job with making their voices be heard because defamation of character. Mm. You lie on me, defamation goes to go sue him. Mm. If it, you, know what I'm trying to say like if it's. Yeah. If, if if somebody is literally out there tarnishing your brand and you are somebody out here that's with a name, with a brand. What if they don't have a name, though? Even without a name, defamation of character. I have a job. Mm. Even without a name, you normally have a career of some sort. Eventually, if you're grown, if somebody is spreading these lies and it gets back to your job, your job can let you go because it's something they don't stand for. It's some, It could be a lot. Go ahead, Alex. Uh, yeah, so just wanted to... Uh, speak to the statistic. One in four black girls, um, according to the U- U- U.S. Department of Justice, will be sexually abused before the age of 18. Mm-hmm. Damn. And mm-hmm. then the number says that one in five black women are su- for survivors of rape. Yeah, so. that's a lot of women. No, it is. If you sit with every, so if every five women, every four to five women you sit next to or walk past on the street, one of them been raped, one of them been sexually abused. Like, it's insane. I mean, I know, like, I'm a product of it. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I understand, and I, and I definitely feel for it for sure. Like, my mom's was raped when she when she had me. Like, so, so I That's get it. Say. And um, the, the thing about it, though, is it's just... It's... But, to, but to just tie in so I can finish that point, I think men just... I, like, I feel like the same way it's weird. It just follow me. The same way sometimes women are scared to speak about they, what they went through. I feel That's like I men going. are scared to say that they might have been falsely accused or somebody said something about them in fear. But if this is the case, protect your name at all costs. Is- People like, for example, I, I compare it to how I feel about men and child support. Men always be like, oh, I got to be do right by her because I don't want her to put me on child support. I don't want her on child support. Bro, then you go to the court and go 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 to the court. Go to the court. Start following your custody reports. It, it it do what you have to do to protect you as well. It doesn't just fall on one side. You get what I'm trying to say. So to say that is, I think men need to also get good at protecting themselves. Well, what I will as say, well. the world has made it fall on one That's side fine. in some cases, right? Especially yeah. with child support, and not even with child, like outside of child support, right? Even if you're not on child support, if you if the woman that you had a child with, right? Is bitter or just upset mm-hmm. or angry or just hasn't matured in a mm-hmm. way to understand the, mm-hmm. the importance of love between two parents. Mm-hmm. If that woman don't understand that or one of the, the, mm-hmm. the few things that I just named, she can make your life and with your child a living hell. She like Because think about it. Even if you do go to court, mm-hmm. the child still needs to be with their with mother, mother for a certain amount of, of time. Course. Right. So it's of like course. and then by that time, not, I'm not making no excuses for yeah. deadbeats. I'm not making no excuses for for any. I want this to be clear. Mm-hmm. Any man that's doing wrong, you're doing wrong. You're foul. You need to. You need to yeah. at least come to mm-hmm. to senses of what you did to mm-hmm. at least have ownership and what you did to own it, so you can heal. Right. Mm-hmm. That's that. But I'm saying to the on the other side mm-hmm. where we don't we, we don't have people fighting for us. Like mm-hmm. there's so many women out there. I don't want to say let's. It's, it's, it, there mm-hmm. are women out there who make men's life a living hell when they have a child. Why? Because they're bitter. They're upset. They're like, no, you don't want to be with me, so you're not going to be in my child's mm-hmm. life. You mm-hmm. you ain't nothing. And they make it super hard mm-hmm. to be in their child's life. And then when a man finally breaks and like, you know what? I can't do anything. Now he's a deadbeat. Mm-hmm. So is it, but, but the same on the other end, it's like, yo, men, they do, and these, it's, it's not a lot, right? It's like women have a, a plethora of things that's, that's unfair for women when it comes to men and, and discrimination. It's the same with men and women on a, on, a, on a couple things, right? A man that gets falsely accused, what are you going to try to sue? Sue what? You got to pay Definition for something? Definition of character. Yeah, he, I'm going to say he's going to sue, but what? How, like how? You know what I'm saying? You're going to take it to, to civil like civil court? You know what I'm saying? How, how much money can you really get these people? Paul broke? Cassidy just got you 30 want? million in civil court. Yeah, but hold up. That's Cassidy. That's Cassie. I know. You know I'm just saying, saying so, you said what can you get yeah, in civil but, court. Civil court, you get But I'm saying, I'm saying that's one thing, right? Now yeah. you got to worry about you, you putting it out there, right? You putting it out there so... Then other people see it. Now they probably try to like, they judging you, you get what I'm saying? Like that. So it's like, just like women have things, like just like a woman can be scared, it's reasons for men to be scared to, to when it comes to child support, when it comes to false a- accusations. And like, I, even me, right? Like I bring these things up on the platform because I do want men to have a voice, but I also want us to protect the woman who's been going through it as well. But even me having these conversations, some people be like, bro, Jay, it's crazy. Why you open that can of worms? But they're like, nah, we well, people need to hear these the conversations. why men shouldn't be questioning when women say they this happened to them the same way you guys want to be heard and understood when you guys are going through your thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just 
what I make out of that to tie it back in. You know what I'm trying to say? I feel like I heard you say men are going through this, whatever, whatever. So, you know, how do we turn to somebody who did it, you know, for them to listen and for us to get our justice? That's the same thing women are trying to do. And but the first thing that gets said as soon as a woman comes forward is like, nah, like I'm just I don't want these women be lying, da da da. da. But like you have to get all the facts. Mm. You get what I'm trying to say? Get all your facts. And I think that's just a part I like that, that though. people need to do on both sides. Get all your facts. I like that. So we but do you think just curious. I like that, right? But do you think the mass, not even media, but the the public is able to only judge somebody once the facts are presented? No. 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 But to me, I feel like it's just being too based on judgment of others. What about your livelihood? You get what I'm trying but to that's, say? Because, that's a big part. Like, yeah, because no, if, is, the, the, but, if the public is going to judge me by word of mouth. Yeah. But that's why the facts are going to prove it in the end anyway. That's why I said get your facts. It doesn't matter what it started, how it looks. In the end, you're going to say. That's what I'm saying. Who, that's my who, question. Who, he, if, he who cries. What, what's the saying? He who laughs. who cried off. Uh, no. no, it was he. He something last for last last. Or, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. What you? What is it? It's like it's like he who lasts first lasts last. Or it's, it's something like, all, like at the end all of the I'm day. Saying, all I'm saying is I get what you're saying. Yes, that's cool. I'm with it. I like that. Yeah. Like if 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 if, if like the Cassie, facts right? Is the facts. If, if, if you bring facts, yeah. Yeah. Thank the you facts is the for facts. putting me onto a weirdo. What I'm saying is I don't think the public is smart enough to only judge once the facts are presented. I, I feel I have like the. Sorry, I I was going to bring in like a a real case of when it happened, I think like um, and it's still ongoing, but Jesse Smollett, you know, like that was one of the the biggest moments that we saw happen was so many people rushed to his aid to his aid. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Jesse. They were like, oh, my God. And guess where you at now? And I mean, but look at him now. The irony is like, okay, he's still pleading his innocence in the midst of all of it he's still saying that he's innocent so mm-hmm. how do you kind of gauge that when somebody is like yo this is i'm innocent but the, you done gone through the court case they done found evidence you had people facts testify is facts. what's going on he... <laughs> my man is virtually he's virtually <laughs> producing jay has like five eyes on the side of his head <laughs> but um Facts is still the facts. Yeah, so what if, if, if he could get facts that continues to go towards his innocent and later and plead and whatever he needs to do, it's not. Can you hear me? Yeah. Um, it'll still come out in the end. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? It, it doesn't matter which way you flip it. Like, for example, like you said, when the story first dropped, you know how many men and I'm saying men, no offense. No, women, too. Let's be clear. Women who was like, why now? This bitch just want money. Oh, that money ran out. Now she with that trainer. Um, da 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 da. And then the facts came out. Mm. And you don't. And, and people don't understand when they name people in her case. That means they're already confirmed witnesses. Mm. That means this already took a time. You get what I'm trying to say? Or there would be no names. What? There's names in it already because there was witnesses. You get what I'm trying to say? So all that to say, at the end of the day. The facts are the facts. When it gets dropped, the facts drop. Regardless, you know. And yeah, it may sting in the beginning, you know. It may sting in the beginning because people not going to believe you. But the fight is yours. It's not the world's. You know what mm. I'm trying to say? So you got to still go to court. For your, you got you to gotta fight for yourself. And, um, and, and again, this is, you know, yes, people lie. Mm. You get what I'm trying to say? It's women who get away with it, and it's men who get away with it too. You know what I'm trying to say? Just as much as women have gotten away with lying on men and tarnishes men's name, is men who's got away with raping women, beating women, and nothing has happened to them either. It's 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 it's, it's on both sides. Yo, how do we make out? Because we got two daughters now. Yeah. How do we? How does? How do as parents? How do we make our daughters? feel comfortable like how do you make anybody feel comfortable enough to say something when it's something so tragic funny. like that happens so um it's crazy so i, I probably never I, I never really say this out loud let alone the camera but I've, I've i brought it up to you before you know there there's i was molested as a child mm. you know what i'm trying to say i've never told my mom never really had a conversation about it you know what i'm trying to say i've kind of healed through it the way I best could through God, through therapy in my own ways, right? 
and I'm still healing probably through it in different ways, you know, or still traumatized by it in certain ways. Right. But the, the, the reason why I feel like I was, I, I just haven't had the conversation with my mom or whatever is because one, a lot of times when children are young, parents aren't having early conversations. You get what I'm trying to say? I feel like, um, you know, my mom, I, I never recall my mom coming to me like, listen, these are your private parts. Mm. If anybody touches you here, it's wrong. If anybody does this to you, it's wrong. I don't care if anybody threatens you or harms you. There's nobody who's going to defend you more than me. Come tell me. Mm. Come do these things. You have to instill these into your child from a young age. So they already cutting up. Uh-uh, I'm telling my mom. Mm. I've been doing that with Amaya for a long time. And then you have to check in. You have to check in. You have to, hey, you know, is there anything I can do to help you? Is there anything, you know, and just kind of instilling in them that you're their safety. Mm. There's nobody, you know, and, I, and I've and i done that with Amaya. And, you know, God forbid something still happened regardless. You get know what I'm trying to say? Because I can't control everything. You just have to give them a safety enough to understand that. This is wrong. You need to know it's wrong, first of all, because a lot of predators do the same thing. It's fine. You know what I'm saying? It's normal. And then once it happens, it happens, and they, and they keep doing it because now you're in shock. Like, you don't know. You know, it's, uh, you know, like I said, one in so many, this happened to so many women that I have multiple friends that this happened to, which unfortunately makes it normal. So we talk about it, and we talk about it how, you know, when it happened to them, whatever, it kept happening because... Now it's like you're so violated, but the only person who knows you're violated is the person who violated you. Mm. So you kind of keep staying in a cycle like, I don't want to tell nobody. Like, So I'm going to just kind of keep letting it happen because at this point, you know, like whatever. And I think like back then, parents did a poor job of just checking in. Like, you know, I'm always, I'm in everything. Mm. Like I need to be in everything. Like, you know, or just too, too, too blind to feel like it can't be anybody mm. so you you leave your kids certain places too long you leave them at places they have no business being you don't know what's going on you get what i'm trying to say and one of my friends told me a heartbreaking story and i was just like what and but it just is a result of parents just like i gotta go work you go here da 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 Oh, I can't, you know what I'm saying? I can't, like, you have to be in tune with your kids. So all my, what I feel like having the conversations as early as possible and you have to check in repeatedly. Yes. Um, when you say early, um, yeah. what do you qualify as, like, early, having a conversation early? What does that look like? I, How early mm-hmm. is the age for people that are listening? Because you, I feel you know. like as early as the baby's understand chess private what's that one mm-hmm. there's some weird people out here yeah. you get what i'm trying to say babies ain't exempt yeah you get what i'm trying to say so as early as that and then you keep having it though it's not a one conversation like i've i probably my pride tired of me i we have to this day since she was little like because you have to keep reminding them it's not right you know, if anybody is, and I tell her straight up, and I love you to death, Jay, but I've said it, I don't care who it is. Mm. If it's Jay's friend, if it's Jay, I don't, and you have to let them know you're not scared of nobody. Cause a lot of like my my scenario, my friend scenario, it was people in the in vicinity of the family, in the family. And it's like, I don't want to tell them it was this friend because that's mom bro, or that's such and such my cousin, or no. I ain't scared of nobody. And I let Amaya know that from I don't care who, who, mm. who it is. And I think that some of our family members was scared who it was, like, which is why some people did go tell. And it's like, hush, hush, hush. Like, you know what I mean? Or, or that ain't happening to you. You know what I'm saying? Because that's happened to some people. You know what I'm trying to say? And it's like, I, ain't, I don't give a damn who it is. Your grandfather, I will beat up whoever. Like, I let my kid know it's me. You ain't got to worry about it, sweetheart. And I think they need to know that as a parent, you are willing to back them in every situation possible. Because if they don't feel that comfort in you, they're not going to come to you. They're not going to be like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? They if you they think you scared of Uncle Barry, they ain't coming to you. Mm. You get what I'm trying to say? If they feel like y'all relationship is so tight that you was severe, your relationship with your kid for this person, they're not coming to you. I need my child to know ain't nobody above you. 
Mm. You get what I'm trying to say? Ain't nobody about your safety. So as as long as they as long as they understand that your you know kids get to a point they start to talk and you start to tell them things. That's your head. That's your elbow. The minute they understand, these are my breasts. This is my private. This is my butt. Listen, nobody's supposed to touch you there. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm trying to say? If 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 you if it's not mommy and daddy washing you up, if it's anything that makes you feel, you come tell mommy. You keep having a conversation. Every single age, because every age they're aging differently. Mm-hmm. And when they're seven and they're eight, they look different from when they're two and they're three. And then when they're 10 and they're 11, they look different than seven and eight. And when they're 13 and 14, they look different than that. And then here we go. Now mm-hmm. we're a woman. You get what I'm trying to say? So they need to know at every stage because, and just, you know, you can't just, you can't be scared of those conversations and having the conversations and letting them know that you are not scared to go up against anyone. And I think it just helps with opening the lines of communication because you can't avoid you you can't avoid that problems may occur because people are weird, mm-hmm. but you can kind of open the door that your child may tell you something's wrong even if they don't tell you something's wrong. They might they might signal you like you know what I'm saying you might leave them somewhere and they're like Mm-mm, I don't want to stay here say less. If my child says she don't want to Jay no I will go pick up my. You uncomfortable? No worries. I I done had my child flew out from a situation that she wasn't comfortable in. It wasn't even with no man. It was with a female. But I don't care who it is. You know what I'm trying to say? They need to know you coming regardless. Like, no, my mama going to come pick me up. My daddy going to come pick me up. It don't matter. If I feel weird, they coming right now. Yes, they are. Mm. Because if they don't feel that way, you know, you kind of... you you. You open up a dungeon for them to crawl in that, you know, they might not walk out, you know, they might not come up out of. And then they hold on to that for a long time. So I don't care as long as them babies can understand this is my head. Talk to them, you know, every age, every stage. So no, I think it's super important yeah. to, to for, for Amaya and Alani to know that, like, like you said, we got their back. Right. Mm-hmm. But also understand the importance of boundaries. Right. Mm-hmm. So even if like, like you said, even if. I touch you wrong mm-hmm. or whatever you touch wrong to be able to be like, mm-hmm. I don't like that, right? That mm-hmm. that makes me feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I think that's super important because if you set that straight in the house, then it's easy. It's second nature it's to do it outside of the nature. house. So I was like, if that was to ever happen to you, right, and you feel uncomfortable, understand that, not just that I'll, I'm going to come handle mm-hmm. a situation and beat somebody up, but just understand that you're safe enough to tell me as mm-hmm. well, right? Like it's safe enough to to let me know what's going on, even if you feel embarrassed, even if whatever. Exactly. The worst case scenario, the the mm-hmm. most outlandish thing, the craziest thing, at least let me know mm-hmm. so I can have your back, mm-hmm. right? Like um, so cer- certain people like, and I hate to make this not hate, but yeah, it's like for example, like people, some people smoke with their children because yeah. they rather smoke with them because they know outside somebody right. could do anything foul, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like I rather us talk about sex, right? You tell me. How it was or whatever, not how, not no examples. That's weird, but like you tell me that you're sexually active and you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, like things like that, so we can keep the conversation open, so we can communicate about it, yeah. so it won't feel weird when you feel like somebody touched you in in, yep. in a weird place, right? Because yep. sometimes you might feel like I don't want to have this conversation with my parent. I might have it with my friend. I just don't yep. want to have it with my parent because it feel weird. Not is. It's a thin line between friendship and parenting, mm-hmm. but understand that you can talk to me and we can have a relationship outside of just the parent and the. And the uh, child dynamic as well, if that makes sense. But I think it also comes into, again, opening the conversation. My mom never just directly asked me, has anybody ever, like, made you feel weird in any way? Mm. Nobody's ever asked me that. Oh, I be in a body. Has anybody, anybody, like, make you? You got to ask, too, because if you ask, sometimes if you just free, just ask them. It's your kid. I feel like. Don't be scared to speak to your kids about nothing. Mm. You get what I'm trying to say? I'm like, you have to. And I think because so much I've been through so much as a kid, I just have to ask because I'm too scared of my child even experiencing a small dose of what I've been through. I need to know. You get mm. what I'm trying to say? I need to know. Like, I, I can't even sleep if I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? So I have to ask. Like, I'd be like, hey, um, Ain't my you feel right? I, like, I just, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I put, I, I, I always pull up my, me and my, I'll go in there, it'll just be me and her. I'll sit down. I'm like, how you feeling? Da, da, da. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just want, is anybody, I just start asking. And it'd be all type of shit. Like, but I just need to know. Because if, maybe they want to tell you, but nobody's asking them. You know what I mean? Like, they too scared to start the conversation. They kids, we can't hold them to the expectation to even start conversations because they like, 
my mama ain't never talked to me like about this. I don't even know if I should bring it to her attention. Like, so you gotta ask them. Like, we gotta be adults, like, in asking them and not expecting kids to even have that much courage. They're babies. Like, mm. you know what I mean? You look how long it took us as adults to find ourselves, understand courage and getting over embarrassment. Like, these are kids to even expect them to come tell us anything is crazy because mm. they have to muster up the confidence to do that and they don't have all the confidence yet because we're building it in them still so I'm just asking I'm, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm hey and you find a way to ask it you know what I'm saying so they feel safe you know like I said like whenever I talk to Amaya I'm, I create the safe setting for us I get in I go lay in her bed with her hey how you like you know how you doing like ooh, what's interesting that you been I just start talking to her so I could get her to be comfortable and understand this is our safe space. You can tell me anything. It's just me and you in here. And, you know, I encourage all parents and you do that with Alani and Amaya by yourself. It don't even have to be because maybe she's more comfortable telling you than me. You know what I'm saying? But, like, as her parents, as Alani and Amaya's parents, it's our duty to create them safe spaces that they feel coming. Like, you know, at least my mom come talk to me and ask me how I'm feeling and ask me what I'm going through and ask me, you know what I'm saying? Because they'll, they'll, they'll talk to you. They'll mm. talk to you. No, that's mm -hmm. real. Nah, um, I think we just touched on something that was very important, which was creating a safe space. And um, earlier we were talking about like the influence of peers. Mm -hmm. And I just, uh, there was basically a study that was saying by like the age of 10, mm -hmm. a lot of kids start to look towards their peers as in, for influence. And given the, the, the magnitude of the conversation, and you mentioned it a little bit, it's like creating a safe space. Um, how do you continue as they age? You know, it's like as a child, you know, a lot of children find a safe space with their parents. But as they age, you know, and they start to go into later into their adolescence, their teenage years, how do you continue to reinstill that confidence last day space? Like, I don't know. I, so it's hard for me to answer that question because I feel like. Um, I mean, go ahead, you I feel like, like to answer the question, right, you just create the safe space. That doesn't mean that they're going to feel safe feel safe or yeah. enter the safe space, right? So you create the safe space by simply just letting them know that, yo, we can talk about these things. If you ever feel uncomfortable, come talk mm -hmm. to me. Come talk to me. Come talk to me. Now, you open the door. That, don't, that, 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 doesn't, that doesn't mean that they're going to walk through the door every single time. Mm -hmm. They might walk through it a couple times. But when they do walk through the door... And they are vulnerable. Then we have to make we have to validate their feelings and 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 empathize and communicate with them so they understand that we understand so they know that we understand what you're saying, right? Because mm -hmm. you because sometimes you can create a safe space and then pull the rug up under their their legs the moment they open they walk yeah. through the door of a safe space or what they thought mm -hmm. was a safe space, right? So we got to know that yo we got to one create the safe space yo this is a safe space, two, um. Confirm or uh, what's the exact whatever I'm not about to do it. You create the safe space is one, right? Solidify the safe space when they when they enter the door of safety and say, "Yo, I um affirm their feelings, right? Uh, make sure you 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 acknowledge what they got going on, mm -hmm. and then you talk to them, right? The moment you try to like, tell them that they're wrong, yeah, demonize them or anything, you right? The moment you do that, then it's not safe anymore, mm -hmm. right? So I think. That's how we can create the safe space, and sometimes and, and just be wait and just be patient, right? Because sometimes yeah. you might create a safe space and they might not feel safe yeah. anymore, right? But ask, make sure you continue to con con conversate with them, communicate mm -hmm. with them, like, hey, do you feel safe? If mm -hmm. if anything was to happen, would you feel safe to talk talking yeah. to me about it, right? Like, why or why not? What's some yeah. things that that I do to make you feel uncomfortable right. to talk to me about these things, right? Let me know. Is it because I'm just a parent? Is it because you don't feel comfortable? Like, mm -hmm. let me know, and then because then you can kind of aid with getting somebody else exactly. um so i i definitely agree and i just would add i think the reason why i probably didn't feel safe a lot around a lot of people when i was younger is simply because people adults treat kids like they're not little people like you get what i'm trying to say i always say that kids are they carry the same emotions that we have. They just they're, they're just smaller people. Mm. You get what I'm trying to say, and I think, you know, when you don't treat children like human beings, like actual beings, and I mean like, don't be embarrassing them. Don't be, you know, the same things you don't like. You don't like people embarrassing you. 
You don't like people judging you for no reason. You don't like people making you feel shame when you do something and, you know, down your back like you so downright dog bad. You know, when they do something like, oh, I can't believe you. You just dumb. You just, you can't treat, you have to treat them like human beings with the same decency that you would like because they're just like you. They're mm. just smaller people. So they want to be treated fairly. If you're treating your kids unfair, they know you're treating them unfair. This is no longer safe. If you embarrassing them when they do stuff and you blasting their business to all of your family members and you calling them on the phone and you telling them everything they did that's in your house, you embarrassing them. They don't feel safe with you because you're going to embarrass them. If you judge everything they do and they're not able to be themselves and every time they come to you and they tell you something, you're judging them. Oh, and da, 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 da. They're not going to feel safe with you. If every time they try to open up and tell you how they feel, but you're a child, you don't know nothing, they're not going to feel safe with you. It, it's just you have to treat them like human beings because the minute that they go from human, they're not human beings, you're just kids that live in my house, they don't feel safe. Mm. So I try to work very hard at just allowing my daughter to be herself. You get what I'm trying to say? I don't. That does not mean I have to agree with everything, but I don't have to demonize who she is either. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? Oh, you're that person. I didn't No, That's who God gave me as my child. So through everything she is, I have to love her through that. And even when loving her is hard, I have to tell her in the right way. Mm -hmm. So I have to tell her in ways that I would want somebody who loves me to tell me if they don't agree or they think I'm doing something that's detrimental to me. Talk to me in a loving way so I can understand it. Not yelling at me all over the place, not you know, and don't get it. Like I said, they're still kids. And of course, just like with anybody, somebody might get frustrated with me. Somebody might get angry with me. Those are normal. But I mean, treating them these ways just because they're kids and you can and you treat them that way all the time. Mm. It's not OK. They're still human beings. And if you want your kids to have some for a safety with you, you have to treat them like that. Or, you know, they're going to look for a safety in their peers. They're going to go look for the people who validate them make them feel like something even if it ain't much of nothing it's just more than what you make them feel like yeah. you know what i mean like oh they, but they at least they don't criticize them everything they do at least they ain't judging everything they do the whole time they don't even give a damn they just don't judge them you know what i'm trying to say now they he loved me he be her, but he loved me at least he don't talk to me like you do at least he uh, you know it's just it's so much that comes with just parenting that people don't want to admit that they influence, you know, and then granted, like you can't control everything, but you can control how you treat your kid. You know what I mean? And they still will turn out to be their own person, but at least you were a good person to them. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Bare minimum. Like, I think so that's I the think, hardest part. We said yeah. it before. Hardest part about parenting is knowing the f knowing that your kid is going to be uh -huh. whoever they want to be regardless right like you could discipline them uh -huh. you can give them the 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 best moral uh -huh. principles and practices all you want but at the end of the day they're going to be who they want to be because yep. they were who they yep. were before they got here it just right. is what it is and you have no control over you that you don't but i will tell you this i don't always feel like i had the best parents but i never forget the real shit they told me mm. so i'll say that as long as you're a good person to your children and you consi consistently giving them that real and giving them that love, they'll never forget it. Even if they choose to be who they want to be, it'll be in the back of their head. Mm. And, you know, like I said, like, no matter what my parents did, to this day, my mom and my dad have told me some real stuff that sticks with me to this day. And it'll never leave me because... No, facts. You know what I mean? It's just real. It, it didn't matter. Even with them being... I could wish they was this, wish that, but they still left me with some things. So if you are actively being a parent that instills good qualities in your kids, it won't leave their brain. It'll be embedded. They may choose to go the other way, but it will never leave their brain. So eventually, it'll something will stick. No, something it's crazy because stick. I was saying, um, and this is what I was saying in the car, but like, you know, like my mom's a single mom, she's drug abuse, all of that, like anything you could think of. But at the end of the day, my mother gave me the foundation of mm -hmm. who I am today mm -hmm. right so like we can say I can say whatever I want but my mom's instilled faith in me right mm -hmm. about God she yep. like I, who knows I wouldn't even be as open or where I am, am today in my spiritual journey if it wasn't for her for sure I know for a fact right when it comes to um principles she 
I, I heard these things first through her. She told me the importance of principles, telling the truth, being honest. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, that's why I got a conscience, to be honest, right? Like, if you do something, own up to it as a man. Like, And, and she was a single mother. So a lot mm-hmm. of people say about single mothers and to, to and co-parent or uh, both parents in the household. Mm-hmm. My mom's, if, if I can say anything, she gave me the foundation to be a good person, Period. regardless of any imperfection yep. she could have. You feel me? Yep. So I think you're right. Like, if you yeah, are a good matter. person and just be a good person you to your child, they will, they, will, they will know what that is. Circumstance won't even matter. Not even close. Facts. It won't matter. Circumstance, where it don't matter where you live. It don't matter how you're living. Y'all could be living in a car, but I tell you, if you're in that car giving them real game, mm-hmm. real lessons, real Bible real stuff to take into the world, it will stick. And that's mm. why it's when you're not talking to your kids, to me, mm-hmm. is when it's detrimental. Mm. You know, so, th- and that don't matter your circumstance. You could be in the richest house you want, but if you ain't talking to them kids, oh, it's going to show. Mm. You could be in a car, and if you ain't talking to them kids, it's going to 10 times show, because in the circumstance not good, oh, now it's detrimental. I feel like when you're not talking to your kids, you're not teaching them real life lessons and giving them tools to go in, out into the world. But if you are talking to your children, literally talking to them, mm. conversation about everything though. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, not just how was school. Oh, that's what's up. You did good. Uh, Cause I don't care. I seen a post today, actually. It's so crazy. I didn't even know we were going to talk about this. It literally was like, it doesn't matter how good they got, how good of a grade they got on that math test, how, uh, well, they want to, uh, how much they made sure they was up early for school. If you ain't really there for your kids, it's still gonna show. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's just it's gonna show. So, you know, Alex, just send me. I go, ahead, Alex. Yeah. Um, as we're having a conversation, I just wanted to you know speak to the audience. If anyone has been a victim or um, has ever faced any type of sexual abuse, just wanted to share the. National Sexual uh, Sexual Assault Hotline, and that number is 1-800-656-4673. Again, the number is 1-800-656-4673. And there's also a lot of resources. Um, Rain is a uh, Rain is another resource, which is the Rape, Abuse, and Incest, Incest National Network. So uh, just a few resources that I have run into just uh, doing a quick Google search. But, yeah. Please do the resources. There is nothing to me more healing than talking to women that has overcome the things I've been through. Mm. Every time I talk to somebody who's been through a similar situation and I see they were able to overcome it, they were able to refresh and renew their minds. And, you know, you know how we do this. We got to get biblical. God says, I will renew your mind, Mm. which means all the traumatic experiences that you have, I will renew it. Please talk to somebody. You get what I'm trying to say? Because the healing is nothing like that healing. You know what I mean? And I didn't use the resources, but I did speak. There was I, I would speak on it. I never always spoke on it publicly, but I would have people that I was able to speak to about it or relate to or be able to get it off my chest and understand that, that wasn't right. Mm. That was not my fault. And I think that's another thing when it comes to children and adults. Like I was just talking to my church sister about this. I feel like when you are a child and you've gone through something and um, nobody tells you it wasn't your fault or mm. you didn't deserve that, you live with a level of guilt about it that you shouldn't have to. When you let it out, you get to soothe in. But that wasn't my fault. Mm. I didn't do that to me. I didn't deserve that. That was not my fault. And you can rest in that. You get what I'm trying to say? So hit the resources. No, it's crazy because um somebody, we were talking about like my mom's being raped or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe, Dylan, you might have blocked that word out. But mm-hmm. um, we were talking about that at church and somebody was like, man, I'm sorry to hear that. Like, you don't got to be sorry. It wasn't, it, that wasn't my story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, and I think it, it, it takes time, or it takes for people to under, to grow up and get yeah. the knowledge to understand that you don't have nothing to be embarrassed about. Like yeah. that wasn't that wasn't your story. You're not a product of your environment. You don't have to be a 
you don't have to be a byproduct of your environment, yep. right? Yeah, you. That's because there's what so you many came people from. like you too, Jay. Mm-hmm. There's so many people like you too. No, facts. That are facts. children, and I can only imagine what goes through the mind of a child that was conceived in that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's so many things I can imagine that goes through that mind. You know. Just even thoughts of, you know, you just ever not hear, even, not even just, you, ever, you ever hear like even kids, like if their parents was like, yeah, I mean, you were a mistake. And that some kids like, yeah. yeah, me and your mom didn't plan to have you. So let's take that scenario, but take it to another level. You get what I'm trying to say? It, it really sometimes does things to your mind. Like, you know, so I can only imagine like, yeah. No, and, I think, and, and like, I think even, people definitely need to hear that. But even with like, let's say, drug abuse or whatever, yeah. because sometimes you might be embarrassed or whatever your your parents was into. But mm-hmm. just understand that that ain't have nothing yeah. to do with you. Yeah, I used when to be embarrassed can, of saying that both my parents were in jail. Yeah, all but the like time. when you are able so to create, when you're able to create your own life, that's when you that's something that you can be proud yep. of. Everything else, it just makes yep. it better. It makes it a yep. better story because like, yeah, you can yep. say, say and still right, ex- and did mm. and is mm. you get what I'm saying <laughs> like. And still. Facts, that's it. And still. Mm-hmm. Alex, were you about to say something? Nah, I mean, I kind of wanted to park it there. I didn't want you mm-hmm. to move past that point without really going into a little bit more detail because that was something that you overcame. It's not from a standpoint of sympathy, but you are who you are despite your circumstances. So just kind of wanted to just sit there a little bit of like what did, when you did find out, you know what I mean? Because obviously she had a moment of transparency mm-hmm. to tell you this, you know, like, was there a moment of judgment? Was there a moment of like sympathy, grief? Like what were your emotions during that moment? And how did you use that to continue to propel you to where you are now? Bro, one thing I will say about my mom's man, she um she was always honest with me from the beginning. Like some people say you don't want to do that because you don't want to introduce your kids to things they don't need to know about. But for me personally, it made me a better person. So it worked in my favor. So I don't remember my initial thoughts or feelings behind it because like I was, I, from my understanding, I knew since I can remember, like I, it's funny, I was talking about in the church, and they was like, "When did she tell you?" I'm like, "Bro, I have no idea." Maybe you always 10? Know. Yeah, like I, I knew you know, since your the whole, that going your whole life. Exactly since wow. the, since I can remember, I always knew that. So she never like hid that from me. She never hid anything from me for, for the most part. Wow. But I think that's why I'm so transparent because it's like she was yeah. just like, "Nah, this is this is what it is." Yeah, I do this, that's and amazing. and I think um, I don't know. Since the beginning, I just knew. At first, it would it would frustrate me, like especially with the drug abuse, right? Like that would because my friends would tease me, and the and the drug dealers were my peers' older brothers, right? Mm-hmm. So like those things hurt, but it it didn't take me until like maybe it was early. So outside of the the, the um, sexual abuse thing, right? With the drug abuse, it took me until like I failed twice in in elementary school, right? And I'll never forget. I was I think I was twelve years old, and I was going to um. I was getting on a train with all of the middle middle schoolers and we were talking and everything. But when they got off, I had to stay on the train mm-hmm. because I was going to elementary school. And I, and I used to be so embarrassed. And at that moment, I, I knew that I had to do what I had to do to get out of school because I can't let this define who I am mm-hmm. because this is my life, right? And I think... I really learned at a young age. Like, I think I was like 11, 12, like I said. And I just knew that. I'm like, okay. The more I fight, my mom said it's fighting addiction, right? The more I fight, the more I, the more time I miss school, right? And when I get suspended, back then it would be three to five days, right? But what happened is your parent will always have to bring you back from your suspension. Right. Like, that's always been the case. But because of the, my mom's illness, she would... She would be ill in the morning, so my three to five days would always turn into, if it was three, it was five, right? It was five, it was eight, right? So I would miss a lot of school, and I would get held back. At that point, I understood that I knew that I had to do something to change my own life. Because the more times I put the situation in my mom's hand, the more time I'm going to mess myself over. And then I had, you know, football dreams, and I'm like, in order to be a professional in football, you have to, to have, go to college. Yeah. Literally, like, you yeah. can't be a professional football player if you don't go to college. Right. So at, in that moment, I was like, man, you know what? I'm going to do what I got to do to get out of school. And I was so young. I learned this, like like I said, 11, 12 yeah. years old. Like, wow. And I'll never forget, 12 years God old. I, yeah, I told my moms, I was like, I feel like he wasn't anything. My father, I don't know my father, he wasn't anything. And I'll be damned if I if I, if I I not be anything because it's going to be a waste of a generation. I said Oof. that at 12 years old. Mm. 
profit. At 12 years old, I said that to my mom's in. Amazing. Like, you know, I was just blunt. I didn't know how rude that was then, but no, I, that was crazy. God bless you. Look at you walking in that and living in exactly what you spoke on. No, nah, facts, man. Yeah. Let's end on a good note, though. These like, are all good notes. I feel like this is a very this good note. No, kind of, well, I can see that. I can see that. But it's a good note. Mm, it's a I great note. This was a very good conversation. I mean, yeah. I, I think, again, um, as always, thank you all for your transparency and just just sharing your truth, you know. Mm. But uh, to anybody that's listening that has experienced this, again, um, to seek help, you know, get, get the resources. There are resources that are available. And to just know that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. You know, I know and there's a lot of times where it's just like I am going through this alone. Like there are people that are trained real live experts, you know, to be there for you. Mm-hmm. And the last thing is it's not your fault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yes. not your fault. So many people blame themselves mm-hmm. for the it's things not. that happen and it is not your fault. It's not your fault. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was no, great. Thanks, man. Oh. Jim and I Scorpio Podcast, man. Episode ninety one. Ninety one. Episode ninety one. <laughs> this is great conversation, man. Make sure yes, you guys sir. keep uh stay tuned in. Make sure you go to the audio. Make sure you uh rate it. Give us a five star rating, leave a comment uh, on the YouTube page. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share. Right, hit the notification bell too, because anytime we post, we want you to get notified so you can right. always show us love, man. Yes, sir. Follow me at Mr. Underscore J Hill. She Dashade. Alexander DeBlanc. Be Blanc. Gemini Scorpio Podcast. It's a wrap. We it's out. A wrap. Gang.